0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Ron
1: Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries. As we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports even poking fun at the rest of the media this is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports we connect the dots you know the actions you can take how your family or business can benefit from current events most of all thank you for joining me within every market there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities you just need some trusted guidance that is my message and i will be delivering it every day we very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, please join me in welcoming our featured guest and repeat offender.
2: Welcome back.
1: Mary Walters is with us. Welcome. Good morning. Do you like you? Yeah, you give me a look on that one and this one here. I don't know. Neither one of us seem to be too excited with this one's This I is pretty welcome, bad, right? Welcome,
2: welcome,
3: welcome. <laughs> it's like Bruno Mars.
1: Yeah, if it was Bruno Mars, it'd probably be some, Bruno Mars. Bruno Bruno <laughs> That'd be something my wife would be more into than me. I'm not a fan of that character. I mean, I, I mean look at that guy. And he go to his his show with, no phones, like the egotist of all. No phones. You can't take a phone in there. You can't take a picture in there. Uh, I don't know what they what he and they charge like five hundred dollars a seat. Jeez. It's uh, uh, not my cut. My idea of a it cup of tea. It is what it is. But I guess uh, he gets away with that crap. So I guess there's people willing to pay that money to see him. But ain't gonna be me.
3: I would not pay that money to go see. You're happy. I hate-
1: Exactly. So yeah. I, I, and when I if I was if we were spending that kind of money, I would not be happy. Oh, J- oh and Josh says it is Bruno Mars. Okay, so It really uh, is Bruno
3: Mars? Yeah, that's what Josh just told oh me. It's God, Bruno God, Mars. Why we don't like
1: it. That, you know something? Now I now I've got it made though because at least I can uh, honestly say that without knowing the music, I didn't like it. Yep. Now I know who it is and so I really cool. don't like it. I think we're 86 in that one, Josh. We're going to go back to Welcome Back, Cotter, even though Josh and Mary, they don't remember the song. Uh, that we, we might have to show some old clips to you guys because it was a, it was a st- hysterical program. But I digress. Let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsingleradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. Well, you when you call that number it comes directly to me first most of the time i got had to throw that in there right i mean thank goodness now now uh you have a whole team of people that are educators ready to help you so you know don't call when i'm on quiet here,
2: numbskulls! i'm
0: broadcasting
1: i can't answer while i'm on air sometimes i have trouble even when i'm off air. i do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan a plan to save you money i personally work with you even though you don't have a needs today Save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And thank goodness we are getting uh, quite a few people calling in. And yes, I do review every plan before we send them out. We've got a new dashboard that we're using for folks to send out information. And I think you're going to like it a lot. It's something very, very different. Uh, there's only a handful of people around the country that are using something along these lines. But it gives you an idea of what your unique situation is, but it also gives you some other educational pieces that might help you, uh, maybe enlighten you a little bit, share a little of extra information right there. But hey, let's take a look and see what we're going to celebrate today. Uh, There's always something to celebrate. And I look at this, and I had to really be careful on this one. Because I do see National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day. Now, you know, in my house, we never had to worry about that very much. With having three sons, the refrigerator was cleaned out quite regularly. So that's a different story. I don't think that's what they meant here. National Philanthropy Day. That's it. Why shouldn't that be every day? National Bunt Pan Day. Now, I saw this one and thought, why can't we just change this? I'm not into changing things today, I think. This is National Bunt Cake Day. Why would we want a bunt pan? I mean, I know it's the start of the holiday season. But, um, like bun cakes, love them. Yeah, <laughs> how do you go wrong there, right? And then you look and you see, okay, well, it's National Raisin Brand Day. Okay, if you need the raisin brand, you need the raisin brand. But that's a different story. And oh, oh we even got—we have a graphic our team put together at National Raisin Brand Day, gra- and it's not even branded to any specific company. So you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're trying to tell me something because. I think everyone on the team is half my age, but that's a different story. Uh, National Raisin Brand Day. And, you know, usually I look for something to eat. I'm always looking for something to eat. But then I saw it's National Spicy Hermit Cookie Day. Now, I don't know about you until about uh, three, four minutes ago. I didn't know what a spicy hermit cookie was. Almost any cookie is good in my book. Spicy brings it down a notch. Then you look and you say cinnamon. Okay, I, I like cinnamon. Cloves? Uh, I don't know. Now, if you put cloves in an orange rind, I, I should I should really be careful here. I don't know if you like this one, Mary. Cloves in an orange rind. And you, you cut the orange rind. You just cut it all the way off and make a big swirly thing. And you put little cinnamon sticks and cloves in there. And then you light it on fire and pour alcohol down the Rhine, four different kinds of alcohol, into a coffee pot. Now I'll tell you, it's really good. As uh, so you're putting Grand Marnier and, uh, I don't know, all the after-dinner drinks, I don't know what all of them are, because by the time you finish drinking this thing, you're not going to know what any of them are. But the first cup, it tastes pretty good. I, I digress again. Have you ever had those? Were they, were I you? had no
3: clue where you were going with that. I especially, did not think fire was involved.
1: That's <laughs> right, so, I mean, it's, it's pretty good though when you think about flaming alcohol down an orange rind into coffee. How bad could it be? Eh,
3: yeah. Right. I I'll mean, take your word for it.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can get one of those in here one time and try it. You know, we, we had we had our tequila tasting a couple weeks ago, so maybe we'll do coffee next time. But National Spicy Hermit Cookie. Okay, so where did we go with this? Uh, Originated in New England in the 1880s. Uh, Yes, I remember that well. Uh, But let's think about this. Cloves, allspice, nutmeg, and as an added bonus, raisins, nuts, and dates. Maybe that's the ingredients from the Raisin brand cereal. I don't know. Let's... Uh, move right along and let's see what's going on in the markets today i know it has not been a very good day if you're looking at bonds and if you're looking at interest rates but we're going to look at stocks up 18 points s&p 500 down three the nasdaq down 44 oil 95 cents a barrel oh josh it's down 95 cents a barrel just in time for you to come and visit california but let's look around the country let's take a look at it we do it all the time $3.14 $3.14 in Louisiana. Lori, you're not doing bad out there. Josh, if I were you, I'd fill up before you head this way. $3.97 a gallon in Nevada. Uh, Biden knew some gas prices here in California. $4.68.2. Oh! Four. dollars 2 it. You, you drive quite a bit on the weekends, so. though. I do. And... Are you seeing this? Four oh, sixty-eight.
3: Yeah, and I have to fill up with premium. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> well, so do I. So thank goodness. There's a Costco right by here. It was four forty-nine over the weekend.
3: Yeah, they're not bad. That's normally where I try to fill up.
1: Figure four forty-nine, and we're feeling it's not bad. I mean, <laughs> think about that one, right? I mean, four. Somebody told me that in LA just last last weekend over by was at the Grove. I think that's a a center over there. That the Grove is like. Six and a half dollars a gallon. What? Six and a half dollars. And can you believe that? No, thank uh, you. No thanks. Uh, Hawaii, four thirty-four. Not bad. I might have to go over there and check on that one. Uh, but I, I we talk a lot this morning because we're getting behind the behind the eight ball here, aren't we, Josh? We got a lot to chat about today, so we're going to get on with you listening to Ron Singer Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. Four things every renter needs to consider, and we've got the monthly market report as well as a featured home brought to you by my favorite lender.net. All that more, you can reach me anytime I'm off air number 800-306-1990 800-306-1990 or RonSegalRadio.com Facebook.com forward slash Radio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast RonSegal1 on YouTube Ron Siegel the numero one on YouTube Stay tuned, we'll be back in just a few 306 Well, 306 1990 Now, you know something? I think, Josh, I, I think that I'm just going to head on out right now. Because I'm looking at the commentary coming in. And it's all about Mary. Every comment here so far, <laughs> oh, is, no. it's all about <laughs> oh, Mary. No. So, this one just says, hello, Mary. This says, Mary is a rock star. So... I, Who's think, I think teen? i'm just i'm out of here mary it's all for you today I, i'm just no, no, gonna... no, no, no,
3: no. you don't want to hear me talk
1: about cooking gas all day <laughs> uh, yeah i don't I, I don't know i guess like anything i say can get me in trouble there right so no we're not going to talk about gas all day but we have the uh the mary fan club is with us this morning so it's it's, it's all about you so uh... hey mom <laughs> I don't think, any, I, you know, I know that's a couple of the names I'm seeing here and I don't think any one of them look like your mother, but okay. it, it could be. But, you know, anybody that wants to pipe in and, and has commentary, wants to ask a question, go right in there, uh, especially if you're, if you're on stream or if you're on Facebook, go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. And that way, if you put that in there and you give us authorization, we can actually see who's commenting. So we're able to see that. We appreciate it. Uh, if you have questions, you have comments, uh, more of Mary's Fan Club, just pipe on in there and share what, you, what you've got for us. Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial when you're ready for that next home loan. Geneva's got the programs and the products. You just need to make the call, 800-306-1990. 306 1990 Dow Jones now up 19 points. NASDAQ is up 46 points. The S&P 500 is down five. Ten-year treasury is up three basis points at 1.616. Mortgage-backed securities are down 20 basis points after what happened with them the last couple of business days. Yeah, it's been a tough time on the mortgage backs. Why is all of this happening? Well, it's catching up. All this free money that ain't free, you know better than that, right? You're going to have to start paying it back. And we're paying it back in terms of inflation. So we saw a lot of inflation numbers last week. They were higher than expected today. Empire State Manufacturing Survey, which shows the health of the manufacturing sector in the New York region, was reported at 30.9 for the month of November, a little bit above consensus, but well below the 50 baseline. We're looking also at consumer confidence, the lowest point in 10 years. That one's not a good number either. Uh, the JOLTS report, that's the job opening report, 10.4 million job openings. People don't want to go back to work. Why? Because they're getting free money. Why would you go back to work if you don't need to? At the end of the third quarter, U.S. mortgage debt was $11 trillion, 72% of the total U.S. debt at $15 trillion. So, and that's going to probably go up because homeowners have a lot more money available to go and take money out. We've talked to Mary about this before. Take your money out, go and buy another house. Right? That's opportunity out there. That's the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. Let's take a look at what's going on in the monthly market report. That's what Mary comes in here to help me with. I have the, the national numbers. She shares a little uh, insight on these from boots on the street and more local numbers. So let's get it on. So we've got the showing time report. That's Showing time I think was bought by Zillow, if I'm not mistaken. And they've come out. They're coming out with some numbers on the monthly index starting to level off. Now, there's some interesting uh, insight here because, yeah, there was a couple of months when the the numbers were a little stronger than they more 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 showings. But you know, you look at this the graph. I don't know, Josh. You showing the graphs this morning? Are we gonna? Uh, we'll just talk about them. That's fine. So between you, look at the first two graphs that we have here. And we've got the monthly index starting to level off. And then we've got the last five September's. So this is kind of giving us an idea of what the pandemic has had to do with, with the issues. You look at the last five September's, Mary, we're, we're still way above the numbers. Oh, yeah. Right. And then and we generally like to look at 2019 as a baseline. Looking, you, you know, it used to be that we would look back over the prior 12 months, but mm-hmm. 12 months ago was a little yeah. ugly.
3: 2020, a little. Throwing
1: out the window. Throw it out, that's, yeah, throw it out the window. It's fuzzy. It's distorted, right? Yeah, you know, we had uh, the first you know, March, April, May. Really, people were not sure if the world was coming to the end or not. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm still you know, convinced a little it's
1: coming to an end. but What's that? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Might still be, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there's some people out there that still think it's coming <laughs> to an end. But when you look at the, the, the graph on this, and we see that compared to 2017, 18, 19, There's still a lot more activity out there than there was. Are you seeing that?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, almost every single agent in my firm, you talk to them and they're like, Oh yeah, I have like eight people who are ready to buy. There's just very little inventory.
1: So eight ready to buy and very few ready to sell. Maybe we need to educate the people that are ready to sell on, you know, different opportunities that they have out there. Mm -hmm. My part of it comes up to is if you, if you sell, where do you go?
3: And that's, Pretty much the question everyone's asking. Like, I would love to sell, but with no inventory. Where would I go?
1: Florida. Well, well actually I shouldn't <laughs> say that. I mean, that's uh, that's back in Cal. That's back in the United States. Uh, Nat sales NSA in September five hundred forty eight thousand were down. We're two point seven percent below sales in September of 2020 563 thousand excluding the last September distorted by the delayed selling season. Sales NSA non seasonally adjusted. We're the strongest since 2005. So sales are there,
3: mm-hmm.
1: right? If we can get some people to that want to sell, yep. right? They're, so the, the question becomes, what are you waiting for, right? I mean, if there's a lot of buyers out there, not a lot of sellers out there, that generally means that on the supply and demand chart, that's good for the seller, mm-hmm. right? Interest rates, where well, they're starting already to tick up, Everybody tells us they're going up. Will that slow down sales?
3: With the interest ticking up a little bit, but not much. It might level all the demand off just a little bit, but there's still enough demand there with even a little, you know, leveling off and people falling out. There's still going to be enough demand for every house.
1: And the biggest problem, I, I think, and I shared this chart a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I shared it with you, Mary, but there's we have a chart that basically shows the building of new homes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the I think it was the... 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. We're building 25 to 27 million units a year nationwide. Mm-hmm. The decade of 2010, we built five million. All right, so you cut down the building by by 80. Mm-hmm. You know, and and people are living longer and getting older. Yep. All right, so if the demand goes up, supply doesn't. Okay. Headlines do more to terrify than. Well, is this a surprise to anybody, right? I mean, headlines do more to terrify than to clarify.
3: Surprise, surprise,
1: surprise. You know, some people still think the world's coming to an end, mm-hmm. that we still have to hide in our houses. Mm-hmm.
3: Stock the toilet paper.
1: Stock the toilet paper. We might have to stock the toilet paper. Because, <laughs> you know, there's one good thing about all the supply chain problems. I did notice that I did see that the, the ballots for Virginia – are stuck out on a ship somewhere, so they didn't get counted. I just throw that in there. I shouldn't. Okay, I got a bad joke that didn't go over very well. Okay, let's move right along. Foreclosures are shooting up. Is it a repeat of early 2000s housing crisis? What do you think? I would say no. Headlines are just scaring people, Mm -hmm. right? It's a a crock of baloney or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Right? And if you don't have any supply, how can, there's not a lot of foreclosures anyway, right? And when they talk about this, this information where the shooting up, right? So refinance originations will drop 62% in 2022. Mortgage originations for the purpose of buying a home are forecast to rise 9% to a record of $1.73 trillion. Well, what, what, what are people going to do when they refinance? The smart ones. -hmm. Gonna buy another piece of property.
3: Exactly. Which adds
1: more to the demand. Mm -hmm. I just saw a report this morning that's unfortunately it's not California, but in Florida, they have a thousand people a day moving into the state who all need someplace to live. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And they don't have any.
3: Yeah.
1: Good. So take your money out of your residence here, refinance. Go buy a house in Florida. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, they're gonna still need a place to live. Yep. I'm just throwing that out there. So, yeah, maybe the refinances will drop. But I, I just had two people contact us over the weekend. One had a 4.75% interest rate. Ow! And the other one had a 425 um well,
3: Why did they not refinance like a year ago? <laughs> right? That's
1: that's my exact question. What
3: have you been waiting for?
1: They, they obviously are just tuning into Ron Siegel Radio for the very first time. I mean... We've been, we've been evangelizing this. Get get your, your payments down. How about making 100% certainty that you'll have a great retirement by just doing a debt consolidation? I mean, it's crazy. Do you think now's a good time to buy a house? 70% said yes in February 2020. 65% said yes in September 2020. September 2021, 32% said yes.
3: Everyone's given
1: up. <laughs> you know something? That's a great thought, right? I mean, because it's still a great time to buy a house, but realistically,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I, you've probably heard more of it than me. Tremendous frustration.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Right? And they're frustrated because they've made 22 offers already and they've gotten beaten out 22 times.
3: And they just keep watching those prices rise as they get beat out.
1: So is there, a, is there any kind of a strategy that you, you that you can suggest to help somebody?
3: you have to partner with a good experienced agent. Honestly, like if you have someone who knows what they're doing and has relationships with other agents, there's a lot of people who just based on who submitted the offer like I like that agent, I know they get the deal done, we're going with them. Like you have to find an agent who's very well experienced and knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Bridget, so many people think house prices are bound to fall and are waiting to buy. Is that a good idea? We're going to we're going to ask Mary that when we come back. And we'll chat about that one because I, I like that question right there. So we're going to bring that up when we come back. We've got a real-time real estate segment for you. We're going to bring that, four things every renter needs. And as always, we'll have a featured home for you as well. Reach me anytime off your number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com, facebook.com, forward slash Radio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel one on YouTube, Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back. In just for
0: you one see your home and more than a
3: connection
1: The real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. Four things every renter needs to consider. Now, as I go through this, think about this. This is what a renter needs to consider. But what if you're thinking about buying a rental property? Think about that side of it as well. As a renter, you're constantly faced with the same dilemma. Keep renting for another year or purchase a home. Your answer depends on your current situation and future plans, but there are a number of benefits to home ownership every renter needs to consider. Here are a few things you should think about before you settle on renting for another year. Number one, rents are rising quickly. Rent increasing each year is not new. Looking back at Census data confirms rental prices have gone up consistently for decades. If you're watching us on RonSegalRadio.tv or any of our socials, you're seeing a chart. Okay, it used to look like a ski slope. Now it looks like uh, Niagara Falls. I mean, you look at this thing. It's it's crazy, isn't it? If you're watching us, again, RonSegalRadio.tv, any of our socials or ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed, you're seeing this. If you're a renter, you're faced with payments that continue to climb each year. Realtor.com or calm, whatever you think. Recently shared the September rental report, and it shows price increases accelerating from August to September. Got a graph for that one as well. Two-bedroom up 14.4%, one-bedroom 13.7%, studio studio up 11.3%.
3: Can
1: you imagine that? As the graph shows, rents are still on the rise. It's important to keep this in mind when the time comes for you to sign a new lease, as your monthly rental payment may increase substantially when you do. Number two renters miss out on equity gains. One of the most significant advantages of buying a home is the wealth you build through equity. This year alone, homeowners gained a substantial amount of equity, which in turn through their net worth as a renter, you miss out on this wealth building tool that can be used to fund your retirement, buy a bigger home, downsize, or even achieve personal goals like paying for an education or starting a new business. Number three, homeowners can customize to their heart's content. Number four, owning a home may provide greater mobility than you think and bottom line deciding if it's the right time for you to buy a buy is a personal decision and timing is different for everyone however if you'd like to learn more about benefits of home ownership give me a call 800-306-1990 i just saw one come across my desk now don't tell me you can't do this in orange county california because i just saw property come across my desk over the weekend And it was in the city of Orange, $410,000. Now, if I was about 30 years younger, right, $410,000 property in the city of Orange, that might be a place to go and get started as a first-time buyer and buy that just to live in it for a year or two, about two years, because that's what you need for tax purposes, right? Right. Mm-hmm. what are you going to do then is you're going to then move into it. You're going to live in it. You're going to put three and a half percent down on this thing. So that's what $13,000. And you've got a nice rental property going forward after that, because I'm looking at the, I looked at it earlier and I, I should have taken a better look, but I think even with the increased interest rates, we're looking at this one, Mary, what do you think about this Is a, so it's 410,000. We're looking at, well, I don't have the FHA on this one, but. Thirteen thousand dollars down about seventeen hundred a month, principal and interest, mm-hmm. right? So, and it's a one bedroom, one bathroom off Chapman Avenue in Orange. Oh, wow! I can't believe that you can't make that into a positive cash
3: flow. You definitely can,
1: right? Think about it. I mean, just if you want more information, give me a call on that one. So, let's get back to uh the questions that we had here because. So many people think house prices are bound to fall and are waiting to buy.
3: I would love if they would fall. I would go buy more property if they fell. (laughs) But like, realistically, it's not going to happen. Like, there's still way too much demand for them to fall. Even if interest rates go up and demand levels off a little bit, there's still enough demand out there that they're not going to fall. Like, this is what happens when the government pumps so much money into it into us. You know,
1: like there's a
3: lot of money out there right now.
1: So think about the, the – I'm just going to throw the logic. Well, I'm, not, I'm probably not the best one for logic, but let's think about this. If, everybody, if people are waiting for the prices to fall mm-hmm. and they're on the sideline. Now, today we, you, you already shared with us that in your specific market, there is not enough supply for the demand that's out there. Yep. And there's people on the sidelines waiting to get in for prices to fall.
3: They might wait so long that they've just priced themselves out of the market,
1: yeah, they can now go look in India
3: mm-hmm.
1: right or salt and sea maybe they may not even not get India right because if, that, if 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 they do fall, that means more people are going to come into a market that's already flooded with buyers yep, so that means there's more demand, and the supply hasn't gone anywhere
3: mm-hmm.
1: because it's prices dropping prices probably is not going to be an indicator of people go put their house on the market yeah. Right. My house price just dropped $25,000, so I think I'll sell now.
3: Now is a good time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Right? So those people that are sitting on the sidelines, uh, I hope you enjoy the view because I think the world's passing you by. So I hope that answered the question. 2022 housing market forecast. Right now we forecast mortgage rates to average 3.3% in 2022, which though slightly higher than 2020 by historical standards, Remains extremely low and supportive of mortgage demand and affordability. So I've shared many times what I paid for my first mortgage. I'm going to throw it at you. What, what was your first mortgage? Remember the interest the, rate?
3: The interest rate? So I actually had like a weird adjustable. It would have ended up at 4.75. Like it started off the first year was two seven five, second year was 3.75. And then it's 4.75, okay. year and forward.
1: Okay. So it was basically a two, one buy down. Mm-hmm which is a great program and i wouldn't surprise me to see that come back again right but, but basically the 30 year rate was 4.75 mm-hmm. right so think about that concept and they're looking at people holding off because interest rates might go to 3.3
3: mm-hmm.
1: doesn't make any sense no. right so i uh, don't don't wait for interest rates to drop anytime soon not long ago either i
3: bought in 2016 17 2017
1: 2017. Okay. Like so
3: they were four and a half
1: to five. So four and a half, right. So, so the, like five years ago, like.
3: the,
1: the two one buy down was a great program. I mean, it doesn't, and it wouldn't surprise me if it comes back again, mm-hmm. right? So it was that just exactly the way you're saying is, so you started, you graduate up, Yes. but it helps you to, to qualify for that first year or two with the anticipation. You'll have appreciation and you'll have more income mm-hmm. down the road. Yep. Right. That was, well, and it worked it out well great. for you.
3: Yeah. It was great for me. Well, I, refinance it then you locked me in at what two and a
1: half i think so yeah, yeah. so so you, so think about that concept right so you're originally four and a half that you never got to mm-hmm. i don't think you ever got to it did you i don't think i ever
3: made it four four seven five. four I've seven never a, made a payment
1: for that okay so 2.75 start 3.75 got to four was supposed to go to 4.75 you never made it there mm-hmm.
3: refinance, so
1: nine. let's think about that concept then right so the idea here is your interest in your, your home payment, we were just talking in the, in the real time real estate segment about interest, your uh, rents going up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yours only went down
3: <laughs> by about $600.
1: Right? So think about that concept. Freddie Mac mortgage rates, let's take a look at those. January 2018 to today, actual interest rates. And this is based on Freddie Mac. That's why I'm not giving you APRs. Right? So we're still with 3.14, I think, was last Friday's number. Freddie Mac says they're going to go to 3.6 by the third quarter of 2022. Still cheap, Mm -hmm. right? It is still a very, very low interest rate. Take advantage of it. Home prices, right? So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they're both saying 7% next year. Mortgage Bankers Association Home Price Expectation Survey, which in my opinion is the best of them, 5.2, 5.1. Our historic average Orange County five point three.
3: Yeah, and I was going to say like we're normally ahead of the averages. Right. So we're, if we're looking at seven point, seven say seven percent nationally. We're going to be a lot higher than that, in Orange County. Right.
1: Absolutely. And with the demand still so much more than supply, prices. You know, just basic economics. You don't even have to go to Chapman College to get that information, right? Home sales forecast increase this year, and perform well again in twenty twenty two. Seven and a half million homes is the forecast for next year, but by mortgage bankers NAR. Let's use NAR because they're they're a good good resource. 6.8 million forecasted sales for 2022. The demand is not dropping.
3: Nope.
1: Right? So it's and, and if there are people on the sidelines, I've heard the same things that Bridget mentioned, right? I'm sure you have too, Mary. Mm-hmm. People, I'm gonna wait for interest rates to go back down and I'm gonna wait for the housing crash. It's not coming.
3: Nope.
1: It's not okay. coming. I would
3: love if it came. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so explain
1: that a little bit. Explain why would you... Why would?
3: Well, I would like it personally. I mean, I would love for it to crash and just go and scoop up some more investment properties. I would love that, you know, but it's not going to happen.
1: So I'm going to share a strategy with you because Mary's got about 75% of the right answer here.
3: 75%.
1: I agree 100% <laughs> with what you said, but there's only one piece of it that we have to add to it. Yeah. Right. So the idea is you need to refinance whatever property you have right now and take out as much liquidity as you can. Why do you want to do that? Well, interest rates are low. You can put that money on the sideline. There are some very, very safe, secure investments. Now, if properties drop in value, Mary.
3: Your equity drops as well. Right. And you lose the potential to pull that cash out.
1: Do I have to give back the money I just borrowed? Nope. No. Right? It's in your bank account. You control it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The marketplace does not control that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a friend of mine. He's in his mid-90s now. And whenever the market is really, really good, he's pulling his money out of all of his real estate. Not selling it. He's doing refinances, taking everything he can out. When the market is really, really bad, he's buying. It
3: takes all that money and had it it's ready. He's got all that money.
1: It's on the cash on the sidelines. Now... Mary, if I come to you and I want to buy a piece of property and I say I got a, a well, I'm going to get a loan for it or I've got cash,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which one's going to drive the deal better?
3: Cash normally, but at the end of the day, money's money. Yeah. And cash is normally better.
1: Right. So the, the, if there's a, a, a lot of, in, in the lack of a uh, um, relationship,
3: cash is easier because there's less contingencies on it. So you can go and say, I have the cash. I don't need a loan contingency. We don't need to see if I can qualify. Exactly.
1: So that's why I say they I, know you can get
3: the deal back. You're like
1: 99 there, right? We just need to make sure we pull that that equity out so that we're ready whenever the deal happens. Because you never know when a great deal is coming by.
3: Exactly.
1: Right? You never know when there's going to be a probate opportunity. I know Mary's firm gets these things. You never know when there's a divorce opportunity. Mm-hmm. You guys hear about those things. Somebody decides they need to move out of town, out of state, out of the world, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? They're all there. Yeah. So be ready for it. What, when opportunity knocks, you got to accept the opportunity and take it from there. You're listening to Ron Segal Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, Josh, we might have to skip the feature at home. I think I talk too much. <laughs>
3: what else is now? What else
1: is... I <laughs> know you sound like my wife. She <laughs> says the same thing all the time, that I talk too much. Uh, you can reach me anytime off fair number 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com, facebook.com, forward slash Radio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel, one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
0: Ron Siegel Radio,
3: your home and Morgan connection.
2: Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce?
1: Continuing our conversation, it's the Monthly Market Report. We are chatting with Mary Walters, Realty Pro 100 Looking at some strategy. Usually, let me just go through the reports. We've got some strategies in here. We've got some opportunities in here. We've been looking at interest rates. We've been looking at where the market's going. We've had some great comments from people on the channel look, um, uh, piping in and sharing their thoughts, their, their comments. Mary's fan club is with... Now, if you're a fan club here, we might have to have you come in more often because... Now, uh, well, you know, or maybe maybe I'll just have you doing the show.
3: I've told you before. The only reason I do this is I pretend nobody listens to me.
1: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think we're up to seven listeners now.
3: Oh, okay. I can handle seven. I can handle
1: seven. Okay. So let's let's move along with the report. 2022 should be another strong year for the housing market. That's from Mike Frattatoni, Tony Chief Economist and Senior Vice President for Research and Industry Technology Mortgage Bankers Association. No reason why it wouldn't be, right? I mean, interest rates are still strong. Demand is still high. Supply is still low. It's good for, good for the, the appreciation. So we're going to continue that one. Uh, homeownership is regarded as causing an improvement in the quality of life of a typical family. It is the most common method for such a family to build wealth that can be used for retirement or other needs, including helping the next generation. Such wealth creation, therefore, provides a major social as well as economic benefit. Don Layton, Senior Industry Fellow, Joint Center for Housing Studies at Harvard University. It speaks for itself, right? I mean, mm-hmm. no, there's, there's a lot of reasons for it. Unison's 2021 State of the American Homeowner 64% of American homeowners say living through a pandemic has made their home more important to them than ever. 83% of homeowners say their home has kept them safe during the COVID 19 pandemic. 91% of homeowners say they feel secure stable or successful owning a home okay i guess if your house is what makes you safe during a pandemic <laughs> i'm not gonna i, I mean I, I will be the first to admit that other than not having concerts to go to i don't think i did anything different during the pandemic than
3: i normally do same
1: right you were out mm-hmm. did what you wanted to
3: yeah
1: went we we had a a th- uh, rons part of our one of the things we did is uh, had a Facebook private group of all the restaurants that were open in the area. Mm-hmm. So we can go and support them and enjoy a restaurant. Yep. Uh, the staffing was a little light. You know, there's still some of the staff was uh, afraid to be there, but we were, able, we did well. Yeah. Right. Economically, we, we tried to te- te- take care of people that were working. So I don't know if the home kept in, kept us. My opinion, I didn't see where the home kept us safe.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and. Okay, 91% of homeowners say they feel secure, stable, or successful owning a home. Interesting, because 9% that own a home say they don't. I
3: was like, those 9% just must be underwater.
1: Yeah, where are, and I don't think there's 9% of America's underwater, so I don't know where the 9% is. Last year, staying home became a necessity, and that caused many homeowners to have renewed gratitude for the roof over their head. The state of American homeowner... twenty. Well, Homeowners who feel emotionally attached to their home pre-pandemic, 58%. I've got a real emotional attachment to my home. I don't know about that. Okay, buying a home is not just a financial decision. Yeah, I agree this one. Buying a home is not just a financial decision. It's also a lifestyle decision.
3: I'd agree with that.
1: Right? I mean, we want to be close to work. We want to be close to our family, friends, maybe not mm-hmm. family. Um, we want to be close to friends. We want to be close to where we're socializing, mm-hmm. safe, secure, Make it, you know, do what we want oh, with so it. So it
3: does feel you make you feel safe and secure.
1: Well, <laughs> I have an alarm system. It's not safe and secure, not necessarily from a pandemic. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> Jimmy Macklin, CEO of Curator, tweeted this advice. Want to get more listings in 2022, make more home investments in your future. He you then mentioned the four areas which we do. Invest time in becoming a market expert. So you can do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Realty Pro does a lot of training of all of the team. Yep right to make them market experts and and educational experts really just helping do whatever is needed mm-hmm. Right, so they've got some uh, real good professionals investing creating a world-class experience you know that's a big that's a big issue that I hear all the time is people that just don't get that they
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're going especially with some of the online services I know that purple brick is gone and Zillow's now gone uh, But you hear a lot of horror stories where Mm -hmm. people didn't get a personal touch when you're dealing with your biggest asset. Yep. Right? That's scary. That's, I don't know, that's malpractice. But I, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't, I just think that's the way it is. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you want, make sure you get it. We're going to come out, I think, uh, I think it's the beginning of next month, beginning of December. We come out with our winter home buyer and seller guides right now. We've still got the fall home buyer and seller guides. All you have to do is text HBG to seven, nine, five, six, four, HBG seven, nine, five, six, four. Get those guides. I'm a simple guy. HBG would be home buyer guide. Now I bet you can guess what HSG is right. Home seller guide. Uh, Let's look at the mark days on the markets. We'd like to look at this one. So, I guess we've dropped back a little bit. Now we're all the way into the fifteen to thirty-day range.
3: Ooh, scary!
1: Are you seeing that?
3: Um, yeah, definitely. It's definitely slowed down a bit, but there's still a lot of showing requests. Like the showing time report showed, there's still normally multiple offers on most properties. So,
1: so if I go from five point seven offers per property to three point four offers per property, you're
3: still only accepting one.
1: Still gonna get one, <laughs> and there's only one. Pe- that property is, is is very very unique. That's all you can do. Uh, but amazing. Existing home sales year over year by region, 3.4% down. Why would they be down 3.4% year over year?
3: Where am I looking at? Oh.
1: Maybe there's no inventory to sell. Yep. You know, if, you can't, if there's nothing out there to sell, it's hard for them to go up. So new home sales, well, new home sales have to be down because we're not building new homes. If you don't build the new homes, you can't sell them. Just kind of the way it is, and right here in California, it's it's a interesting battle, right? Because okay, Mary, you're you're the number a number a numbers person, right? Okay. So if it's going to cost me like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars before I break ground on building a piece of property, Mm -hmm. do I want to build a five hundred thousand dollar property? Do I want to build a million dollar property? You have to build a million dollar property, mm-hmm. right? 150 is a significant portion of that 500,000. Yep. I think it's 30%. Mm-hmm. And it's 15% of mm-hmm. the $1 million dollar property.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why would I want to build affordable housing?
3: Yeah.
1: Right. So the affordable housing becomes more and more non-existent.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So if you want to get rid of, if you want to build more affordable housing, get rid of some of the regulations that are stopping the builders from building affordable housing kind of sounds like I'm going in a circle there, but (laughs) pending sales down 9.2%. Okay, well, same thing. If there's nothing to sell, you can't sell it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, here's a slide that I like. Percentage of distressed property sales. In 2012, 35% of the properties were distressed property. Mm -hmm. This big foreclosure boom that's coming, right? 1%. Yep. Do you see many for any distress many distressed property sales come through your uh, office? I don't think I've seen any. Right? And pretty active office, like 50, 55 agents mm-hmm. active. Yep. And you haven't seen any. And mm-hmm. every one of them goes across your desk.
3: Yep. And like well, like we've said, there's so much equity in there. I mean, the people who are gonna get foreclosed on literally have to just have their head in the sand
1: and
0: right.
3: ignoring everything. There's so much equity out there that they have they're able to sell without going to foreclosure.
1: So they could probably, maybe they're maybe they're not going to get all of their equity,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but they're going to get a piece of their equity, right? If they yeah. if they go to sell it through traditional channels, yes. If they call you and want say, Mary, can you help me sell this? They're not going to lose one hundred percent of their equity in most instances,
0: no,
1: right? They otherwise you wouldn't sell. Yeah,
3: not with as much as appreciation has gone
1: up. Right. I mean, what seventeen percent in twenty twenty one and over fifteen in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, if you've had your property more than 10 minutes, you've got equity.
3: Yep.
1: Right, I mean, if closed last Friday, you probably have equity today. Uh, percentage of change in, change in sales from last year by price range. Okay, so the houses that are under 250000 are down. I wonder why that would be. Because <laughs> there's no there inventory. Are <laughs> there are none.
3: There's the one in orange. Right, yeah, that one in orange,
1: and that one was... Well, that one's part of the two hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and even that group is up three percent.
3: Yep,
1: right. So think about some of these numbers. Where do they come from? It just baffles me uh, how we still have questions about this. So I, I don't know. year over year percentage change in price. Current eighteen percent. Who's forecasting one point nine? I talk about head in your sand, right? I mean is that core logic. Yeah, probably CoreLogic. No, it is. It
3: says down in the thing. Oh, does it?
1: Okay, okay. So that would make sense. CoreLogic has not got a forecast right in a long time. They're good at looking backwards, uh, as long as they got a big rearview mirror, because their mirror going forward is not the best in the world. Uh, hey there, look! Oh, we got a couple couple more fans uh, tooting in. Uh, Tony, glad to have you with us. Joe, with us. No, I'm glad to have you with us too, Joe. So, <laughs> uh, Joe's a buddy. So, uh, we can, can we, I harass Joe all the time. And on his programs, he harasses me too. So, I, I guess we've got it made there. Hey, if you want more more customized information, all the information we're sharing with you, national, Mary's bringing it local. If you want it personalized, give me a call, 800 306 1990. I'll put you in touch with Mary and her team, get you some great information. And as always, we ask you. Set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to Josh and Sean for engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. Or ronsiegelradio.com. And remember make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel radio.
0: It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?